Deputy Minister uh, of the Ministry of International Relations and Cooperation of South Africa. Thank you, uh, Mr. President, for the opportunity to address this August gathering. It has indeed been a long journey, and we are finally here working on the implementation of this vital treaty. Excellencies, ladies and gentlemen, South Africa has been at the forefront of nuclear disarmament efforts for decades. The democratic transformation process in my country fundamentally altered the role of apartheid South Africa from being a threat to international peace and security to a democratic state which is a principled and responsible actor in terms of the maintenance of international peace and security. This approach also forms the basis for our engagement in disarmament diplomacy. Since its inauguration in May 1994, the democratic government in South Africa committed itself to a policy of disarmament and non-proliferation which covers all weapons of mass destruction. This policy, Mr. President, forms an integral part of South Africa's commitment to democracy, human rights, sustainable development, social justice, and environmental protection, which is reflected in our humanitarian approach inter alia to disarmament. South Africa's commitment to disarmament is based on our belief that international peace and security cannot be divorced from development. Global security cannot be achieved when enormous financial and other resources are still being averted to the acquisition of more and more destructive capabilities, whilst more and more people around the world continue to suffer from hunger and deprivation. Our ult ultimate goal is a world free of nuclear weapons, and the Treaty on the Prohibition of Nuclear Weapons is an important addition to the disarmament and non-proliferation architecture that takes us closer to that goal. Excellencies, ladies and gentlemen, 24 years ago in 1998, President Nelson Mandela in his address to the United Nations General Assembly pertinently note, and I quote, we must ask the question, which might sound naive to those who have elaborated sophisticated arguments to justify their refusal to eliminate these terrible and terrifying weapons of mass destruction, why do we need them anyway?" Unquote. South Africa's own experience has shown that neither the possession nor the pursuit of nuclear weapons can enhance international peace and security. The continued retention of nuclear weapons on the basis of perceived security interests of some states comes at the expense of the rest of humanity. Whilst most of the nuclear weapon-possessing states justify their continued possession of these weapons on the grounds that they purportedly guarantee their security, it must be reiterated, Mr. President, that we as non-nuclear weapon states have the conviction that their mere existence continues a threat to our national security and to humanity as a whole. Excellencies, ladies and gentlemen, as we gather here for the first meeting of states parties, we have the opportunity to send a strong and lasting signal of a progressive march forward in humanity's endeavors to rid the world of nuclear weapons. This evidently should find expression in a political declaration that addresses all nuclear 
weapon-possessing states and provides a united response against this existential threat to humanity. South Africa has always emphasized the humanitarian consequences of the use of nuclear weapons, as well as the humanitarian imperatives that underpin our search for a world without the threat posed by the possession, use, and proliferation of nuclear weapons. These considerations, Mr. President, are today a fundamental and global concern that should be at the core of our deliberations, actions, and decisions as we work towards the implementation of the TPNW. We must therefore recognize that this treaty is the democratic wish of the overwhelming majority of UN member states and the people of the world. No longer should the world's people be held hostage to the unspeakable terror of these weapons. We appreciate Austria hosting this virtual preparatory process and also this first meeting of states parties here in Vienna. In keeping with the inclusivity of the treaty and its universalization, South Africa looks forward to future meetings of the TPNW being held at the UN in New York, where there is the broadest representation of UN member states, especially developing states, who are, who are instrumental in the adoption of this treaty. Ladies and gentlemen, your excellencies, whilst we recognize the sovereign right of each state to decide whether or not it would rectify treaties that seeks to establish higher international norms, we regret that South Africa, any attempts to undermine this new treaty, and in particular what it endeavors to achieve. I have therefore to emphasize that the TPNW complements other international instruments by contributing to the fulfillment of the nuclear disarmament obligations under the MPT the CTPT, as well as other various nuclear-free zone treaties, such as the Palandaba Treaty that has already banned nuclear weapons in Africa. TPNW states parties focus on the implementation of Article 6 of the MPT gives emphasis to nuclear disarmament. Thus, therefore, ladies and gentlemen, is complementary and is essential in the face of previous nuclear disarmament obligations and commitments that remains unfulfilled and which put at rest this, the grand bargain and the infinite extension of the MPT. Ladies and gentlemen, your excellencies, most of these significant events related to nuclear weapons that have taken place over the last few years, both globally and regionally, highlighted that nuclear deterrence does not preserve peace. South Africa therefore calls on policymakers in states under the extended nuclear security guarantee to shift their policy towards nuclear weapon elimination and free themselves from this notion of nuclear deterrence. All of us here today are driven by a sense of responsibility and urgency and have all made up our minds. We are therefore convinced, ladies and gentlemen, that the current security environment allows no room for procrastination. Humanity cannot afford to wait for the right time before doing away with nuclear weapons. Let me conclude, ladies and gentlemen, your excellencies, by saying a nuclear weapon-free world is possible. States gathered here today have the opportunity to act together on the implementation of this treaty, thus providing the necessary urgency and determination to bring the era of nuclear weapons to an end. 
we are convinced that we have a shared responsibility to protect future generations. It is our belief that we should work together and let's display our courage in a sustained commitment and concerted effort to rid this planet of these horrific weapons. Thank you very much, Your Excellencies. Thank you.